This is the Main Attraction Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Justin Strong and Ryan Nelson. Welcome to the Main Attraction Podcast, where we discuss the biggest television shows and movies in the entertainment industry. I'm your host, Justin Strawn. Joining me each week is the other host of the show, who's ready to dive into his top 10 movies for the year, Ryan Nelson. I cannot wait to discuss Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. (laughs) Both are number one. Absolutely. Blood and Honey. Can't wait to discuss it. Obvious number one choices for the year. So, uh, If you've been listening to podcasts since we started the podcast last year, thank you for continuing to listen and making us part of your day. If you're new to the show, we hope you enjoyed as we talk about the top ten films for both of us so far. Uh, if you are a new or a regular and like more access to the show, visit our Patreon page and become a patron of the Main Attraction Podcast. You can go to patreon.com slash the Main Attraction Podcast. You can get Patreon-only content. You can support us at a $3, $5, $10, or $20 level, and when you join up, we'll shout you out here on the show. If you want ad-free access to the podcast, you can support us at any level and get the show ad-free on the Patreon app. You can go in as low as a $3 level, as high as a $20 level. It does not matter. Any of the levels that you support us on, we get the show ad-free. Plus, you get other things just besides getting the show ad-free on Patreon. You get things like bonus episodes and things like that. For example, this one we were recording about two weeks early, and it's going to be up on the Patreon app long before just the regular listeners get to listen to it. So there are, th- there are benefits besides just getting the show ad-free on Patreon. If you can't be a patron, though, you can help the show out by rating us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can leave us a five-star rating. And if you have time, write us a review while you're there on Apple Podcasts. And if you can't write a review, that's fine. If you just want to give us a rating, we would love that. We're trying to get to 200 on Apple, but we'd love to get as many as we possibly can on Spotify as well. So if you're listening and you have the option to rate us on your uh, podcast player, just scroll on down for us real quick and click that little five-star. It would help us out a whole lot. If you'd like to interact with the show, though, you can do so by sending us an email at mainattractionpod at gmail.com. We would love to hear any thoughts or questions you might have or if there's any suggestions for things that you would like for us to cover. We would love to hear those over at our email, mainattractionpod at gmail.com. All right, so this is our top 10 movies of 2023 so far. Uh, Obviously... It's been a different year for movies than it has been the last couple of years, at least in my opinion. Uh, just real quick, what has your thought on the state of movies been after six months now? Yeah, so when we talked about doing this a couple of weeks ago, I thought, man, is there even 10 movies to put on the list? I know I haven't been to the theater as right. much as I normally have, but I started thinking about it. And, of course, I've been to the theater more in the last two weeks. And then I thought, man, there's been actually a pretty decent movie year. Right. I came up with 10 easily, and I came up with about 17 potentials. Really? And, you know, I actually have watched quite a few movies the last couple of weeks that I added to my list. Mm-hmm. I was like, looking at things, movies are in a better place than I, than I thought. And especially, man, listening to podcasts about movies, they badmouth movies so much. And I'm not seeing that. I will know. I'll tell you one thing I've noticed looking at my things are feel good story, mention nostalgia, and that have action that I've never seen before are high on my list. Okay. Okay. Like I, mine is full of this kind of stuff. Okay. So being creative, but also tugging at those heartstrings gets me. <laughs> and, I, and I'm not alone because right. the movies I have are are if you look at people's reviews they're very high right yeah uh so we're doing our top 10 movies of 2023 you know how many 2023 movies i have seen 
10. 10. I have seen 10, 20, 23 movies now. There's a few others that I would like to see that I have not had a chance to see yet. So I can think of about four or five right off the top of my head. Some of them I'm pretty sure will be on. Dude, are you about to have Shazam on here? I I said I've seen 10 movies, so yeah, it's going to be on here. You can count (laughs) streaming movies as well. Yeah, I know. I've got, got, I think, one streaming movie on here, maybe. Uh, I can't remember. Uh, Okay, my list is going to be much better than yours. Yeah, so uh, like I said, I've seen 10. There's a few, like I said, there's some other movies that I want to see. I just haven't gotten around to seeing them yet. So, uh, like, I know I'm pretty sure I'm just going to guess here and say that John Wick 4 is probably on yours. I have not seen it yet. I would like to, just haven't gotten around to it. Uh, So, there's some other ones out there. Uh, But just the, and I've seen other movies. It's just like, for example, uh, Avatar Way of Water probably would have been on this list, but it's not a 2023 movie. It was was released at the very end of 2022. So, uh, so stuff like that. But I will agree, though, I do think the state of movies is better than it was last year i, I yeah. could not have made this list with 10 movies at this point last year i just I, it wouldn't have been no, possible no, so it would have been dr strange and top gun had come out and yeah that would have been about it that yeah. would have been about it yeah so uh there's there wouldn't have been much to put on here at this time so like i said it is it's much better than it was last year and i think we're getting back to that mm-hmm. uh there's still some issues that i do worry about just in terms of just the the normal you know movie that's got the 30 million dollar budget that expects to make 50 or 60 yeah. million dollars i do worry about those types of movies i'm not sure that those are going to those are going to struggle to get get made uh those right. and they might end up being more straight to streaming type films yeah. uh, so but we'll get into all that later on so uh let's go ahead and start at the bottom at number 10 so go ahead and give me your number 10 uh my number 10 is missing okay I'm it not is that. yeah it's on netflix so if you want to watch this it's it's really the sequel to the movie searching it is about a young person whose uh, mother is kidnapped, okay. and they ha- and it's these movies are really cool because they're filmed through the person's using only footage from their phone, right. from their laptop, and from the ring camera, and they're very suspenseful. I love searching. Searching John Cho was a star. This one, uh, it was the person who was uh, Bella Ramsey's partner on. Um, on the last of us the young lady i can't okay. remember her name yeah she's the star yeah. she was really really good and this is a fun thriller action movie again very creative done through their phone and their laptop and a ring camera uh you will enjoy it it's on netflix check it out okay yeah i've heard of it i just haven't gotten around seeing it all right so you spoke of shazam a second ago my number 10 is shazam oh my god <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's 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 the last one, and it's it's pretty easily the last one. Look, it's fine. Uh, I like I it enough. Watched it yeah. I mean, it serves no point anymore. I mean, that's kind of the, that's one of the biggest issues that I had with it. Uh, yeah. Like I said, it's a perfectly fine movie. It's not. I mean, it'll make you laugh, but it's not just like groundbreaking or anything like that. It's not nearly as good as the first one. The first one was fantastic. The second, oh, I love the first one. Second one, it's it's an okay movie. It's not like that. It's not great, but it's it's an okay movie. It's not if you got it on Max and you haven't if you're just looking for something to watch and you saw the first one. I would you would probably be okay watching and be at least decently entertained if you didn't have anything else on. So, uh, but like I said, it's my number ten. It is easily my number ten. So, uh, but that's about all I have to say about Shazam. All right. So, what's your number nine? My number nine is Flaming Hot. Okay, I've not seen that yet. It is fantastic. It is a Hulu movie. It was supposed to come out on theater, but Hulu decided just to uh, streaming. 
And I think that was a mistake. I think this movie could have made money. It is about the creation of the Flaming Hot Cheetos. And this, I will tell you, it's a biographical movie, but there's some fighting over. Is the story true right. or not? Who cares? It's a good <laughs> movie. It's directed by Eva Longoria. It is about the creation, and it's about a, a Mexican guy that's working at a at the Frito-Lay plant. He's the janitor, and he comes up with the spice, and then he has to sell it. Okay. And I'm telling you, you will love this movie. It strings, it, it pulls at those heartstrings, but it's just funny, too. Right. It is really funny. And, you know, it, it, it has some serious moments about, like, the way Mexican and Mexican-Americans are treated. Right. But it does it in such a way you will enjoy yourself and learn something. I, I recommend it. Highly recommend it. It's on Hulu, Flaming Hot. Yeah, you know, my next couple are going to kind of fall in the same category. The way, what I was talking about a second ago, you know, that I think is going to be the decision that a lot of companies make is that's a movie that probably cost maybe $20, $30 million to make and yeah. probably would have made 40 or $50 million at the box office, but they're going to send it to streaming. Now, like I said, that's the thing that worries yeah. me a little bit about going forward right, I agree. So, yeah, yeah, like I said, my next couple of movies are going to kind of fall in that same category. So. All right, so my number nine. It is an Apple TV Plus movie. It is sharper. I really... It was, it was not on mine, but it was the next one. I really liked that movie. Yeah, I was really impressed by it. I just threw it on. I think I was sick when I was homesick for, from work, and I just didn't have anything else to do, so I threw it on, and I was really impressed by it. I, mm-hmm, me too. It, it's not a movie that got a whole lot of hubbub. Uh, I thought it mm-hmm. was slick. I thought it was well-made. I th- was very engaged in the story. Uh, it's a basically a con man film, uh, and it's just how much mm-hmm. people constantly are getting conned in throughout the course of the entire thing. And it's 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 an it's an entertaining watch. I really enjoyed it. I'm glad that I did. Uh, I liked it a whole lot. So Re- really good, really good acting with uh, Julianne um, Julianne Moore, Sebastian mm-hmm. Stan, John Lithgow. Yeah, they're great in it, and it's like yeah. I said, it's it's not the best movie ever. And like I said, this kind of falls mm-hmm. in that same category I was talking about earlier. It probably did not cost a ton of money to make this, and it probably would not have drawn just a huge box office. So now they're just going to go ahead and just send these things straight to streaming, which is like I said, it's troubling for people who want more adult type films because that's exactly what it is. Uh, but yeah. it's there for you, and it's if you got it on, if you got Apple TV Plus, I would highly recommend going and watching. I think you'll be entertained by it. So. All right, what's your number eight? Uh, Extraction 2. Okay, I have not seen it. I saw the first one. Is it better than the first one? Because I, I got bored it's in the first one. It's better than the first one. Okay. It's better than the first one. This one has a 21-minute prison break that's a single shot. Oh, really? And it's an insane prison fight that they take the action up a notch. I really like the first one. This one is even better. The action is insane. Chris Hemsworth is awesome in it. Uh, I cannot, you will love it. They have, this and another movie in mind, they have changed the way of doing action movies that I'm really <laughs> impressed with. Uh, so go check it out. Netflix, Extraction 2. Okay, like I said, I, I haven't seen it yet. The, I, I wasn't just playing on because, like I said, the first one, just, I, nah. I turned it off about halfway through and I got bored with it. But I'm shocked. Well, this one, the, the, the single shot prison fight is early in the movie. You will not be bored. There's <laughs> no way you can be bored of that. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I definitely do at least want to uh, give it a shot because, like I said, the first one, it, I just about halfway through, it just came, it came repetitive to me. So I want, I want to see the second one just to see if it's any better. I've heard it. You're not the only person I've seen that said it's better yeah. than the first one. So. 
All right, uh, my number eight again. It's one of those that I'll, I'll, I'll worry about just for the future. I and mean, that's Air, uh, which is now on it's Amazon on my Prime. List. Okay, it's higher up. okay. So we will talk about it a little bit later on when we get higher up on your list. All right. So what's your number seven then? My number seven is A Man Called Otto, starring Tom Hanks. Okay, I haven't seen it. I want to, but I haven't seen it. It is on Netflix. It is fantastic. It is about a grumpy old man <laughs> that is about to kill himself, and he finds a reason to live okay. by the people in his neighborhood. It's based on a famous book and then a famous Swedish movie uh, called A Man Called Of. And uh, But this is Tom Hanks at his best, and it is really good. And yeah. I, you will love this movie. Yeah, it came out at the early part of the year. Yeah, January 13th. Yeah, so... And it did pretty well. Yeah, it did pretty well, especially for a January movie. January is... It's kind of like... We talk about like movies and like when they're released, it's kind of like what you can normally kind of think what the right. production companies think of them. They've kind of gotten away from that. You can really kind of release a movie anywhere between March and December, or actually not February. I mean, the only month yeah. that is really bad nowadays is, is January. But they even, yeah. this month, this January's had a couple of good ones. Uh, well, A Man Called Auto and Plane were both big hits. And Megan was a big hit too. Uh, yeah, Megan too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I haven't seen any of them, but. Uh, uh, but, all three. <laughs> but it's been like I said it, it this january was even a little bit better yeah. so all right my number seven it disappoints me that it's this that it's this far we're gonna we we haven't recorded our podcast on it yet uh, we're going to record it next but my number seven is the flash it's not on mine it was right there but i had a feeling you were gonna have it and i decided to put missing instead yeah uh look like I said, I don't want to get into it too much here because we're about to talk about it when we do our actual podcast on it. And you will be hearing this after the uh, this podcast is releasing after we uh, do that the Flash podcast. But it's a good film. Uh, there are some really good moments in it, but man, there's some bad moments in it too. <laughs> See, I really liked it. Did you? Okay, okay. Yes. I'm glad you did. My biggest issue is I don't. Where does it go from here? Oh well, yeah, that's DC. another issue. Yeah. That's my. But besides that. I thought Ezra Miller was fantastic. I didn't. I, 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 I thought he was okay. I thought he was great when he was by himself, when he was just one of them on the screen. Once okay. they got both of them on there, yeah. I yeah. got And look, Barry Allen is supposed to be annoying to the people that he's on screen with. He's not supposed to annoy you, the yeah. viewer, and he was annoying me a lot. And like I said, well, when we talk about it in our actual podcast. And let me warn people, do not... If you have not watched this yet, do not look on IMDb because there's a lot of fun cameos. There are. A lot of fun cameos, so don't look into it. Yeah, so definitely don't look into it. Thankfully, I did not. Twitter spoiled one of mine. Oh, did they? Yeah. I I, I figured that there would probably be some cameos, but I didn't know how many, so I was trying my best to avoid them. But like I said, we'll talk about more here in just a little bit. So uh, we'll do that in just a minute. All right, so this takes us to number six. What's your number six movie? Creed 3. Okay, haven't seen yet. I haven't seen any, any of the Creed movies. I'm not a boxing uh, fan, uh, so that's why I kind of really avoided them. So awesome! There's, these are awesome movies. Are they? Like I said I haven't. I like the first up Rocky. The Rocky yeah, they've picked up that. They're closer to the first Rocky movie. Are they? Okay. And man, this one's really good. Jonathan Majors in what maybe in one of his well, last roles. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. It's the villain. He's really good, and Michael Jordan actually directs it. 
Yeah. And he does a fantastic job because really by the third movie in a franchise, it's usually when it really starts going downhill. Right. And it didn't. It was still really good. He does a great job directing. He does some some things with boxing that I haven't seen before, mm. some director's choices that I think really work. So Creed 3, I think it's on Amazon Prime right now. So I would recommend it. Yeah, I think it is on Amazon Prime. Like I said, I haven't seen the first two. I'm just not a huge boxing fan, so I've kind of – side away from them but i've heard that i've heard they're really good if it's less about boxing than it is uh about just the story then maybe i can probably yeah, get into them so it is it's a lot of stories well good all right so my number six is knock at the cabin uh do you ever see it i have not i've not seen that i need to watch that i really liked it look m night Shyamalan has had a lot of hit or misses here recently uh it's some mm-hmm. have been good some have not i thought this one was it was a really good one it's uh I have one real big question about the entire plot of the film. There's one that there's one question I have about that makes me just like, okay, could we kind of avoid all this? But like I said, that kind of goes into spoiler territory. I don't want to do that. So yeah, don't do it because I'm going to watch it at some point. But uh, like I said, it's it's a really good film. Uh, it's it's intense. It's gripping. It keeps you on the edge of your seat the entire time. Dave Bautista is fantastic in it. I think he's an incredibly underrated actor for oh, absolutely for uh, who he is. I mean, he, and he just he is so good at playing the giant soft teddy bear. Uh, I mean, he mm-hmm. and that's basically what he ends up playing in in this. I mean, he's got an intimidating role. Don't get me wrong, but if you once you start watching, you'll you'll know what I'm talking about. But it's a really good film. If you haven't seen it, uh, I, I can't recommend it enough. It's it's really solid. I, look, I don't. Based on what's coming, I don't expect this to stay in my top ten. But yeah. it's been it, like I said, the fact that it's this high surprised me a little bit. Cause when I went into it, I was like, it's in my Shyamalan. He's not been great recently, so not real sure about this. But it was it was a really solid movie. So yeah. All right, number five. What you got? My number five is Air. Okay, so you got you had it higher than I did. Yeah. Go ahead and talk about it real quick. Well, you talk about it because I, I I really like this movie. This this hit some stuff for me. I like it. I think it's a really good film. Uh, but the one thing I it's the one it's the one thing that I have a hard time with any of these like biographical films, especially one about making shoes. It's like I know the outcome, and it just has a really difficult time just getting me super intensely involved in the film. Uh, so therefore, I'm like I'm just kind of like. All right, this is good. I mean, what's great about it? It's the performances. That's what carries this film. It's the performances. It's that, and then also they hit all that mid nineteen eighties nostalgia. Yeah, they do. The music is perfect. Like what they're showing, like a right. Wendy's. Like where's the beef? Like they just do a good job of showing what's going on. You're seeing blockbuster. You're seeing all this stuff, and it took me back to nineteen eighty five or. It was 85, 84. 84, 84. yeah, 84. It took me back to 1984, man. I was loving it. I love the performances, man. Good to see Chris Tucker back. Ben Affleck was fantastic. Damon, Jason Bateman, uh, Viola Davis. Like, I thought this was really well acted with with that cast and then just the story. I love Jordan. I love everything about that. I never had those Nikes, and I always wanted them. That (laughs) may be what made this, so... uh, I just loved it. I thought it was so good. I, I could see me watching it again. Yeah, like I said, I liked it. I just the what they what they struggled to do for me is you know make me root for this nine hundred million dollar underdog of a company. I can Nike. see that. That's yeah, the, yeah. you know that's the hard part about this. I mean, there was it was hard to like really get behind like because the only person who's really going to be affected this is is if it doesn't work out is Sonny Vaccaro. I mean, he, he's probably yeah. not going to have a job after that. Well, the, but, the, the the younger the people who work it. Yeah, that's true. They they. 
it would have be impacted by it as well. So like I said, that's, but the performances are fantastic. I don't want to spoil yeah. anything, but there's a scene when they're meeting with Michael Jordan and Matt Damon does something that like is one of the best moments of any film I've mm-hmm. seen this year. Uh, and, and, and Ben Affleck is wearing some incredible 80s oh, yeah. uh, attire. Yeah, he, he's rocking the the, the, the Nike jumping, jogging suits and all that stuff throughout the entire thing. It's great. Glasses, a mullet. Oh, I mean, yeah. It just looks incredible. Uh, but Viola Davis to me is like she like that's when I really keyed in when when yeah. he goes and visits the parents and Viola Davis mm-hmm. shows up is like okay I'm really locked into this now and she, if you've ever read anything Jordan's parents were oh, yeah. running things early on yeah they yeah. were there's no doubt about that there's no question that they were they were basically in charge at that point so uh, all right so that was your number five my number five yeah. is Quantum Mania I know this movie got trashed by a whole lot of people but i loved it <laughs> yeah it's not in my top 10 i've still liked it too i really enjoyed it uh i don't understand all the hate for it right um you know i just like some stuff more but i'm with you i thought it was really good i thought it was a lot of fun and that's what i'm expecting from an ant-man movie yeah so like i said i enjoyed it i'm not going to get into it look are there some valid criticisms yeah i mean uh but yeah. i don't get I thought the CG in it was actually pretty good. I hear people constantly complain about it. I didn't think it was that it. bad. It, I didn't either. I thought the flashes was worse. Yeah, we're going to talk about that when we talk about it in our, <laughs> in our podcast. So, uh, but yeah, like I said, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was. I thought it was a fun movie. Uh, I did too. So anyway, all right. What's your number four? Uh, John Wick Chapter Four. Yeah, I want to see it. I haven't gotten to it. Yeah, I'm. I'm they, waiting for they it to have get taken. Time. I know you can rent it, but I rented it, and they have taken action movies to another level. It's so cool because it's almost there are a few ac- action scenes where it was almost like a video game POV. Those shooter games, like some of the fight scenes, looks like that. Oh, really? There's just insane single shot fight scenes. There are, I don't know how Keanu Reeves does this stuff, man. He gets beat up like the whole movie, <laughs> <laughs> and like it's it's nuts man it's two and a, it's two hours and 45 minutes of just insanity and i loved every minute of it yeah i do want to see it i just haven't gotten i haven't rented it yet uh yeah. maybe one of these days I'll, before it comes out to stream. i'm sure it'll be streaming before I, long. it's got to be that's one of the reasons why i keep holding off on it because i'm like it came yeah. out at the beginning of april it's got to be close to the point where we just got where you can rent it because it's been doing pretty well in the theaters yeah so uh i figure it's coming i don't know soon. I, I can't remember what studio owns it. it. Like you said, it'll probably be on Peacock or Paramount. Uh, it gets swapped around because, I, like, the first three were on Peacock for a little while, then they moved over to Paramount, I think, for a little while. So I'm not exactly sure. Yeah, I can't it. keep up. Yeah, I can't ever keep up with it. So, all right, my number four. I'm really surprised it's up this high. I'm really it, it. It may end up staying on my top ten. I didn't expect that coming into this, but it's the Super Mario Brothers movie. I, <laughs> wow. Yeah, I really look. I love this film. If you want to go, well, we're not going to spend a lot of time talking about it, but if you want to kind of know just how much I enjoy this film, go listen. If you're never planning on seeing it, just go listen to the Midnight Boys podcast on it with when they covered this film and listen to Van Lathan talk about it because he pretty much captures everything about how I felt on this film. I think he gave it like an 11 or a 12. Uh, okay. And that really kind of sums up just kind of how I felt about it. I mean, it's, Look, video games are a huge part of my life. I still play them today. I mean, I, uh, we're recording this on Father's Day, and I got a, a copy of Spider-Man on my Steam Deck, and I've been spending my entire day playing it. So, uh, like I said, video games are still a huge part of my life. I love them. 
And to get a Super Mario Brothers movie 30 years after the crap we got (laughs) the first time around, it just made my heart sore. It really, really did. I love that film. It was, like I said, it's, there's nothing special about it. It's, it's, if you want a Super Mario Brothers movie that makes you think about the game and how it uh, just kind of brings those characters to life, that's exactly what it does. And it, just like I said, they get so much of it done correctly uh, that like I said, I was really surprised at how much I enjoyed it, and I'm really surprised that it's as up high as it is. And it has a chance to stay in my top ten. I don't know if it will, because we got some other good stuff coming here down the line. Yeah, but yeah. I was, like I said, I've thoroughly enjoyed that film. So, all right, uh, that's going to take us to our top three. So number three, what you got? Blackberry. I haven't seen it yet. Is what is it streaming or do you have to rent it? You have to rent it. Okay, uh, I'm sure it's coming yeah, soon. So I saw it at the theater. We have a independent cinema theater, Sidewalk Cinema. They have a Sidewalk Movie Fest. Shout out Sidewalk. It's where the Daniels who did everything everywhere all at once. They okay. started out Sidewalk Film at the film festival. So, but Blackberry, it is actually a Canadian movie, okay. and it stars Jay Baruchel and Glenn Howerton from It's Always Sunny, and it's about the the start and rise <laughs> and then fall of the blackberry phone and this movie is so much fun it is a wild ride glenn howerton plays this nutcase ceo who loses his crap like every right. few minutes just screaming jay baruchel is like the brains and you just see how these guys get corrupted and go too far but it is so much fun uh if you look at the ratings on rotten tomatoes are really high and it's it's worthy of it you you will love this movie blackberry did you ever have a blackberry i did not i did not i had, I had a blackberry before i got my iphone that was the the last yeah. one i had before i had an iphone but ever since then it's been nothing but iphone but yeah uh they were interesting phones to say the least uh, i well, thought they were the, uh, the iphone comes up a lot this movie uh, i'm sure it does <laughs> so, uh yeah uh i do want to see it I just haven't gotten to it yet so all right my number three is dungeons and dragons i know you saw that it was all. It was the next one out. Uh, I decided to add it. Uh, I decided not to add it. I had a feeling you were going to have it. Right. I really liked it though. I thought it was really good. I just I enjoyed some other stuff more. Yeah, it's look. I love this film. I saw uh, it in Super Mario Brothers actually the same weekend, and it was just absolutely fantastic. I had to wait a week. I was supposed to see it the opening weekend, and then we had tornadoes the opening weekend that it came out, and I couldn't go see it. Uh, but. It's a it's just a really fun film. They do a, such a good job of getting the the feel of the game itself uh, and just have those characters just have so much fun. Chris Pine yeah, is fantastic. Fantastic. I mean, I, I, I you talk about I've talked about uh, underrated actors a second ago with Dave Bautista. I truly believe I don't know if he's underrated, oh, yeah. but he's underutilized. Let me just say that. Yeah, for sure. I think he should probably have more stuff than what he currently does. But he is just so good in this role and in that film, and uh, it's just it's just an absolute delight. It's a little long at like two hours and twenty minutes or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I'd say it's a little long. Had I seen it at the theater instead of at home, it may be in the top ten because that made a difference. Me being at home with distraction. Right. And that's something to remember. When oh, yeah. you're watching movies at home, you can get distracted yes, can. too easily. Yeah, you really can. And uh, Dungeons, Go to the theater when you can. Yeah, go to the theater when you can. Uh, if, you, if you want to make sure you get the best experience, definitely go to the theater when you when you have a chance to. So, All right, what's your number two? I think we're going to have the same top two, and I have a feeling they're going to be opposite. Okay, go ahead. 
Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. You're going to be the opposite. I have Guardians of the Galaxy here, so... Uh, okay. And I'm assuming... Uh, yes, Guardians of the Galaxy is my number one. And Across the Spider-Verse is my number one. Yeah, so, all right. Uh, I had a feeling. Let's talk about... I guess let's talk about uh, Across the Spider-Verse first. Uh, that it's right. your number two. It's my number one. Uh, but go ahead and talk about it. I absolutely love this movie. I think I like the first one more, though. I okay. will say that. But I still love this movie. Uh, I've been thinking about it ever since I watched it. <laughs> it was so much fun. Again, when I talked about crazy action scenes, this one yeah. had one. Oh yeah, uh, that was just mind blowing. We don't want to give away too much, but well, uh, I mean, this you, one you had see the cr- you see the chase scene on the on the commercials yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So there's a huge chase scene mm-hmm. that uh, man, you it doesn't matter like. It's just insane. Yeah. Uh, they really do a good job. I love Miles Morales. I love Spider-Woman. Uh, no, Spider... Spider-Gwen. Which... Spider-Gwen, yeah. yeah. I love her. Great, great characters. Uh, it's it's really, really good. Yeah, like I said, I, I said this when we covered it uh, a couple of weeks ago here on the show, that this was going to end up being my number one movie unless something topped it. And the only thing I was planning on seeing after that was, was The Flash. So, And The Flash did not top it. So, uh, <laughs> But... Yeah, it's this is just an incredible film. Uh, I do like this one more than I like the first one. I just I, I like the I like the story more. I like I like the fact they really get into just the craziness of the of the multiverse in this one, and yeah. with so much multiverse stuff going on. Th- this shows just how good of a multiverse story can actually be. Now, it, look, right. they're a little. They've got kind of a. Uh, they've got kind of a little trick up their sleeve because they're doing animation. You can do a lot more with animation than you can do in Good live point. action. Mm-hmm. Uh, but nevertheless, it, they they take advantage of that and they use it as well as you possibly can. And it, like I said, the, just the research that goes into it because like the, when we recovered this on the show, there is not a spider person on that film that gets significant time on the screen that wasn't at least at some point put in the comics uh and Mm -hmm. like i said there were there are a ton that at least get a little bit of of screen time so the amount of time they put into researching that and getting all these characters and getting them right and getting the uh the tenor and the tone of these people down it's just absolutely fantastic uh yeah uh what's his name uh miguel who plays uh oscar isaac yeah fantastic villain uh Haley steinfeld and uh, uh shamik moore they are yeah, just inc- really doing incredible work in terms of their voice acting right uh and look personally for me just the the mom and dad part of this and all of that that goes into it that makes it hit yeah. home a little bit more right and it's just an absolutely incredible film like i said it is it, my, is. it is my favorite film so far and it's and- going to be tough to top and I'm really looking forward to the next one. Oh yeah, and hopefully they will stay on track and get us to us in March next year. So, but we yeah. will see. So, yeah. uh, but all right. So your number one, my number two is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. You go ahead and start. This man, Guardians of the Galaxy, was my favorite Marvel movies, and to have this one come in, and I liked it the best of all three. They wrapped the story perfectly. They made you feel things. Mm-hmm. You know, we've enjoyed the stuff Marvel's done. But, like, we haven't loved everything. Right. But this made you love Marvel again. Yeah. It mm-hmm. really did. And, like, you know, in the, there is, like, some superhero fatigue a little bit. Right. Uh, Flash probably didn't help that. that but anyway, <laughs> uh, but this movie makes you forget all that. And it's just, man, I just hate that we may never see this group together again because they were so great. Uh, James Gunn. 
just the best director for these movies. Mm-hmm. He nailed the casting. He nailed the writing and directing. And it just, man, I will watch this again, and I don't watch very many Marvel movies again. Yeah, I, I can't wait for it to come to Disney Plus because I, I do want to watch it again. It's, it was just an absolutely fun film it was mm-hmm. i mean it made it ran the gamut of emotions from fun yeah. to sad to touching to heartwarming uh to just out right out bonkers the fight scenes uh, are fantastic uh especially that scene in that hallway like i said there's just so many really good things and they just did such a good job of bringing this this franchise to an end um when yeah. we get other store look I'm pretty sure Star-Lord will come back because they said Star-Lord will return. Uh, hey, just a spoiler. <laughs> uh, well, sure, that is a little bit spoiler. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> uh, but like, other than that, like I said, it's just so it's just so good and i yes. hate the fact that we're not getting them all together again but we'll we'll see I, they'll, they'll bring some of them back in at some point i, I would feel we'll right. always have those movies yes you always want to enjoy watching them yeah i'm with you on that so it's been uh, those three films like i said the fact that they made those three that's cast of characters who nobody knew of when they started making these films and they made it they made that those films just so incredibly good i was like it's right. just a testament to james gun look uh he's there are people questioning him a little bit after this weekend with flash but he knows how to make a good movie uh he really he does. does so we'll see what he can do in terms of of creating an entire universe on his own but it does give me some yeah. uh some some hope for the, for the dcu as we go forward so all right uh some movies that you didn't have on your list but you considered uh so dungeons and dragons the flash plane with gerard butler okay Megan, which you mentioned, Sharper, uh, I really like Cocaine Bear. Okay. I really like Champions with Woody Harrelson. It is on... Yeah, uh, I'll see that. Yeah. It, it's on Peacock. It is really good. Uh, I would definitely rec- that, recommend that. And then Renfield, that just uh, joined Peacock. Peacock. Yeah. yeah, with Nicolas Cage and Nicholas Holt of a vampire <laughs> story. It's really funny. Yeah. So I, I I really liked it. So those are the ones. Those yeah. are all films so, I want to see. So I'm assuming yeah. I will eventually would like to add them. Uh, oh, did I mention Megan? Yeah, you did. Yeah, mention, you mentioned Megan. You did. Yeah, uh, how many of them do you think will stay on your list or do you think have a chance to stay on your top ten? <laughs> so I feel good about the top four. Yeah, I do too. I'm saying why, but like you know, we've got Oppenheimer. Well, I was going to ask a question. We've Let's, got Mission Impossible. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Indiana Jones, Barbie, uh, Killers of the Flower Moon, the Martin Scorsese, DiCaprio, De Niro movie that's right. coming out later in the year. There's a couple of more for Christmas. So I mean. Who knows? Uh, and then also, well, there'll probably be some surprises. Remember, we, we had yeah. Prey. Yeah, Prey came, out, came uh, out of nowhere. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would say, like, Flaming Hot kind of did that, and Blackberry, for me, that are on my top ten. So you don't know, but yeah. uh, I feel good about my fo- my top four being there. There's a few films that I haven't seen yet that I feel that have already come out that I feel like will eventually take pl- take uh, some of these films' places. But uh, uh, for later on, you mentioned a lot of them. Oppenheimer, the new... Uh, Mission Impossible film. I think those will definitely be on there. Uh, Barbie. I'm, 
I think it's going to be good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, be good. yeah. Uh, we'll see on that one. Uh, you know, I think the Indiana Jones film will be good. It's as it's gotten further and further away from canon, more people have started to see. I think it's kind of gotten a little bit better buzz. I gotta say, if they're doing something with the trailers. It looks better every time I see it. Dan. So, so maybe don't, well, don't do this to me again. <laughs> so, like I said, I think those things are coming are coming down the line. Uh, I still, I look, I'm looking forward to the Marvels. I know the first yeah. one didn't like just. A lot of people didn't like it, but I loved it. I thought it was great. Aquaman. Uh, oh yeah, Aquaman's coming. Uh, the 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 final uh, wrap up on the Snyder verse, or yeah. whatever you want to call it. Uh, that'll be that'll put a, a bow on it. Uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, Blue Beetle. It oh, actually yeah, looks Beetle. good. Yeah, it really does. It, it looks really good. I'm, I'm looking forward. to It comes out in August, so that one should be a fun one to watch. So, like I said, there's some there's some definitely some movies down the pike that I think will uh, help round out 2023 and make it a really solid year. I think we're in better shape than we were last year uh yeah. but like i said i think top four seems pretty safe maybe you know maybe top uh, top three definitely but uh they, they got some solid movies coming down the line and look look the end of the years when the like the are the, the award season movies typically when they come yeah. out so uh we'll see what they do i like a lot of those sometimes sometimes i don't just depends but um we'll see so all right anything else you want to say before we sign off on our top 23 23 movies so far Appreciate everyone joining us, and we will talk to you next time and go to the theater. That's right. Go to the theater and check out some movies. So, uh, I would echo those same sentiments, and as always, until next time, may all of your entertainment dreams come true. <laughs>